we tell ourselves stories. We tell ourselves stories about our business and our personal lives. And the stories that we're telling don't necessarily have to be the stories we tell. We can change them. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we are going to talk to a master storyteller. Bridget Cook-Birch is called the Book Whisperer by her clients. She's a New York Times and Wall Street Journal best-selling author. She's a mentor, a trainer, a mama bear humanitarian, and a speaker known for riveting stories of transformation. And that's what we're going to lean into today. Bridget, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. It's such an honor and pleasure to be here. And I love your energy. <laughs> you know, I have... I've done this for a long time and it's always fun. It's always great to meet somebody new and have a conversation. And I'm really excited about this one because I think of myself as a storyteller. Uh-huh. So I love meeting other storytellers. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. So when you say that we tell ourselves stories, what do you mean? Well, it's fascinating because I I have the opportunity to work with hundreds of authors per year, and they come from, you know, various backgrounds, walks of life. But so fascinating to me that the stories that we tell ourselves really are our most important stories. There's another author, Harold Goddard. Uh, He wrote a quote years and years ago, but it stuck with me. He said, the destiny of the world is determined less by the battles lost and won than by the stories it loves and believes in. And I'd been a political scientist and a historian and a writer. And when I heard that quote, it was so profound because that's the destiny of the world. Well, what about the destiny of our world? You know, what stories do we love and believe in? What do we hold to to keep us strong and persistent? But also, you know, are they always stories of opportunities or do we often keep ourselves in those stories of limitations? And as entrepreneurs, we got to capture the beautiful stories. We got to watch when we're in stories of limitation, whether it's something out of control outside of us or something that's going on inside of us. And then to be able to reframe, re-narrate, and, and actually write a new chapter of where we're headed in our lives so that we are ultimately in charge of our own destiny. Oh, man, I love that. I want to go back because you said something, you know, that there are stories of limitation. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes people don't even realize that they have created this limiting story. Can you give me an example of a typical story that as you're working with different authors and business owners that you hear coming up frequently? And then let's talk about maybe how you might adjust that. Well, oftentimes entrepreneurs in particular will get into a field or a business because they're passionate about it. There is something that brought them to this. For some, it's money. Oftentimes there's an underlying deep and sometimes hidden why that something is so vitally important to them. And when they get into it, sometimes there's a what we call a victim story 
where some things happen to them and it's often in the hero's journey, their inciting incident that sets them on the journey, but they can remain in that story consciously or unconsciously the victim of that. And so every day they're just driven to be able to do something about it. But when they, when they recognize, Oh, this is part of my hero's journey. And actually I can use this story to gain clients and to let them see that, yes, I went through the depths of hell, but now I have risen. Now I'm an, a strong and passionate advocate for this. I am no longer the victim. I am the victor. I want you to be a victor as well. It changes things incredibly. I had a client, um, she was with us in a leadership retreat in Italy, and she had been involved in Western medicine all her life. And then she had a couple of people, including her husband, that passed away under the care of Western medicine. And it was so hard for her that that uh, she decided to go more into an Eastern viewpoint um, for the rest of her life. And she's doing these wonderful things. But as she was in the story, there was the victimhood. And then there wasn't the, this is why I'm so passionate. And so all of a sudden, when we linked those pieces together, the people that weren't listening to her before are like, oh, I love what she has to say. Yes, I want to purchase this product. Yes, I want to uh, get some coaching from her. I want to do additional things. It's like all the puzzle pieces of your life and your story begin to come together. And then it's a strong um, tool for you to use in your marketing and in your salesmanship, as we all have to be salesmanship, you know, uh, sellers to a degree. But it's this... Um, but now it's it's carefully the energy of it is carefully toned towards your opportunities and your advocacy and what you're doing now. So the starting point, that pivot event, as you you know you describe in your hero's journey, it's important as you say to understand it. But what people really want to see is that you can step beyond it. Yes. Otherwise, you're just another victim on the side of the road and they feel bad for you, but they don't necessarily want to go to you to have you help them address their issues. Exactly. But there is this level of vulnerability, too, because you might be the guru now. You might be this this wonderful person that has has the greatest products, the greatest uh, services, and they see that and they think, oh, he or she will not understand me. So when you are vulnerable enough to show where you started and then where you rose to, that's when you create a significant following. You know, I love to create more than just readers. I like to create movement. And if you are vulnerable enough to share someone where you started and what you were a victim of and how you became the victor, then they go, this could be possible for me. Maybe I will try out this product or this service. I want to be aligned with this guy or this gal because they're just knocking my socks off. They would understand me. They would get me and I can be where they are. Absolutely. You know, I think of myself as a storyteller and I have a lot of different stories that I tell about myself as examples. And some of my favorite are what I refer to as my glorious failures. They're not necessarily life-changing but they illustrate the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I, I have found without really ever thinking about it that those are the moments when I tell those glorious failures that I can see the light bulbs go off as people go, oh, okay, I can see where she screwed up 
and look, she's figured it out. And so I don't think stories have to, they can be really deep and, and at the core of your business. But I think at every place along the way, people are going to ask why. And if you've got a story, you can, you can help them understand that. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And it's, I like the way that, that you said that because, you know, we all have this arsenal, this library of stories. And if we use them well, then it's one of those things that breaks down barriers and it helps me to know, you know, you and I decided we're already sisters under the skin, but there's, there's, there's charisma and there's energy and then there is stories and, and people don't always remember the exact words and they usually don't remember any statistics, but they remember stories and they remember how you made them feel. And so it, it, to use your stories in such a remarkable way makes them feel a part of what you're building. That is so true. And I guess what I would love to get from you maybe is a tip for somebody who's never thought of themselves as a storyteller. You know, they just don't see this as, as wired into who they are. How do they start? Where do you find your first stories? Mm, I like that. Well, you know, Mark Twain said the two greatest days of your life are the day you were born and the day you discover why. And so I think for people to go into their why, why am I here on this planet? Why was I born at this time? Why was I involved in things? You know, why did I make certain choices? Why do I love what I love? Why do I detest the things that I detest? Let me go through my rises and falls. And I highly suggest that people put together a chronological timeline of their lives. And most of us don't spend the time doing that, but the, the information that you discover about yourself, the patterns of resilience that you have, the patterns of overcoming, the rises, and even the depth and the beauty of your dark night where you recognize, oh my goodness, in the darkest night of my life contained the seeds of my greatest glory. Like this is part of why I am who I am today. And so, you know, just the beauty of, of, understanding ourselves. I've even had, you know, those who are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s who've attended my inspired writers retreats, when they take the time to do the chronological map. Uh, one of my favorites, Martina, she said, I like me better now. I understand me better now. Well, if you like yourself better now, don't you think you'll be more attractive to other people that they'll want to hang out with you and, and spend time with you, break bread with you, ask you to come speak, ask you to be a part of what they're, what they're building and, and they want to be a part of what you're building. It's, it's extraordinary. It's attraction magic. Awesome. Bridget, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much. Well, I have appreciated this so much. I hope we get to connect even beyond this because you, you are an extraordinary creature. I love what you're creating. Thank you. And I am going to encourage everybody, if you have been intrigued by storytelling and you want to know more, you definitely want to check out Bridget's two websites, yourinspiredstory.com and sherosunited.org. There will be links in the show notes. Bridget, thanks again. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Lorraine. 
If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find more resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.